0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Grove Moments. I'm your host, Sherry Thrower, with the Grove Jesus music. I hope you're having a very Merry Christmas. I have a Christmas message for you today, and it's called, Now There is Christmas. When people ask me where I'm from, I always wonder which place to tell them, because I was raised in Dalton, Georgia, known as Carpet Capital of the World, and it's also known as Used Car Capital of the World, and... Sadly, divorce capital of the world. Yikes, So sorry. But now I live in Ringgold, Georgia, and it's a very, very small town. But it's known for something, well, it's known for, this is where Dolly Parton got married, and that's our claim to fame. In fact, we have a new mural of Dolly painted on the side of one of our downtown buildings. And I just love Dolly. She visits here every now and then. And, you know, I love the quaintness of a small town. Yes, I do. Well, there was a small town in the Bible that was known not only for being small, but for having big things come from it, and it was called Bethlehem. Bethlehem, during the time of Jesus' birth, had a population of only like 600 to 700 people. Now, that's small. And if you know the story of Jesus, you know that this is the town where his parents, Mary and Joseph, traveled to to register for the census, and finally, where Jesus was born. This is also the town of King David where he grew up shepherding in the fields. And yes, it was there in little old Bethlehem. And in the story of Jesus found in the book of Luke, Joseph had an experience with there. And it says this in Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first census that took place while Quirinius... How would you like to have that name growing up? Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. You know the story. The Bible tells us that there was no room in the inn, so Mary and Joseph were sent to a stable to have Jesus where he was born in a manger. And Bible history tells us that they were actually sent to a cave. And a manger was a feeding trough for animals. There, Bethlehem. A small town, no room. Who knows why they could not find a place to stay. It could have been because no one would make room because of rumors that Mary was pregnant and not married. And no one understood that nor believed the story. Or it could have also meant that people were just traveling for the census and the town was already filled and there was just really no room And but in a cave. And if Jesus was born while they were there... I can't imagine the start of labor for Mary and all the complications that came with that. Traveling on a donkey, think about it, or a camel. You know, that's not the most comfortable situation for a nine-month pregnant woman. Actually, she was probably 14. And then being in a cave, having a baby, and while everyone else around her had the comfort of placing their baby somewhere warm, Mary had a feeding trough. But the book of Micah in the Bible tells us that in the midst of the discomfort and the chaos, it tells us this. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old and from ancient times. And just like God said to Bethlehem, he says to us, he says to you, out of you will come for me one. Who will be ruler? Out of you will come something great. Who? Me? You might ask. Out of you. Yes, out of me. Out of obscurity. Out of being unknown. Out of small. Out of your chaos. Out of your personal rejection. There will come something wonderful, him, that will be great. What is your there? Where are you right now? He wants to take you maybe out of the places where people have said, no room for you. Just like they told Joseph, no room for your talent here, no room for your age group, no room for something new. He wants to take your Bethlehem and do what only he can. When Gabriel came to Mary to announce that she would have the Savior, he did not give all the details, did he? And if you and I were given all the details about the obstacles and challenges that we would face while God was fulfilling his promise in our lives, we might give up and say, I can't do that. I'm not built for that. I'm not built for those challenges, but just as he did not give Mary and Joseph all the details ahead of time about their life and the process of having Jesus, he knew Mary and Joseph could handle it. And friend, whatever the process God has taken you through right now to birth whatever it is that he has promised over your life, you too can handle it. God knows you can handle every dark cave, every rejection, no room for you. Every rumor, just like Mary had, and every birthing pain of the process. The Word says, there the time came for a baby to be born. We think God's timing has to look like a perfect picture for God to do something great with us. No, ma'am, and no, sir. Things do not have to be perfect or in order according to our world, nor will they be perfect. Things don't have to be like we picture it. God shows up in the most unexpected times in His time. Is perfect. God's getting ready to burst something in you today. It's time for your baby, so to speak, to be born, your dream, your ambitions, your Jesus given desire, whatever that is. And just as the angel suddenly appeared and shone light about where the Savior was to be found, suddenly he's going to bring light to show you the way to him today. There in your uncertainty, there in your troubled marriage, there in your personal cave, there. Even in the darkness of your self-doubt, right there, God's going to do something amazing, just like He did in Bethlehem. And my prayer is that God, during this moment, today, right now, will bring the light of His Word to you in your life today, wherever you are. There in your car. There in your room. There as you walk and listen with your AirPods. There may you find Jesus to be the greatest treasure you've ever known, the greatest Christmas present you've ever received because his manger, his feeding trough, his stable, his cross, his death and resurrection say that you are certainly a treasure to him, friend. And I pray that your heart becomes a stable of love, a Bethlehem, a home for Jesus, a home for Bethlehem's treasure. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Here's the Grove Jesus music artist Emily Ashby singing one of our new Christmas songs with the Grove Jesus music. It's called That's What Makes It Home.
1: Home is a place your feet may leave but your heart Safe. What we have there stays with us, even when we're gone. We have love, and that's what makes it home. That's what makes it home. We have love That's what makes it home That's what makes it home